Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Joining me now is Drew McKissick. He is the chairman of the Republican Party of the state of South Carolina. Welcome, Drew McKissick. If you could pull him up, Tim, I can't I can't do that on my computer. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, so primary day is tomorrow. That doesn't normally happen on a Saturday. Tell us about it. Well, we well, well, we've done primaries for the presidential uh since nineteen eighty on Saturdays. Actually, no, I mean, we just started that back in the day because yeah. we wanted people to be able to get out and vote on the weekend and not have to worry about taking off from work. Right. I just mean people normally would associate that with a Tuesday. So I want to make sure they sure. know to vote tomorrow. It's tomorrow Absolutely. is the day. That's a weird thing to be voting on Saturday to most people, especially for a newbie to the state. And we have a lot of new people, um, but it is tomorrow. It'd be very easy to miss that. OK, um, you are very concerned about um, one of the questions in particular on the ballot. Tell us about it. Sure. Question number one is asking you whether or not you believe South Carolinians ought to have the right to register with a political party when they register to vote. Now, currently in South Carolina, we don't register by party. That's a vestige of the days when yeah, this state was 100% Democrat, everybody was a Democrat, so why register our party if everybody's in the same party? Well, you know, we have grown up since then, if you will, over the course of the last 40 years as Republicans here in South Carolina to the point where we're the majority party uh, and have super majorities in, in the legislature. Uh, and, you know, we want to be able to prohibit supporters of one party or another from choosing the nominees of a different party. I mean, that's that's only fair. You know, these are political parties or private organizations. We ought to be able to choose our nominees ourselves you know choosing a nominee is the most important thing that a party can do uh and you can't begin to limit that process unless you actually have a partisan voter registration process and that's what we're pushing the legislature for and by the way this is the first time we've been able to have this question on the primary ballot when the legislature is in session you know usually it's in june after they've already left town so you know back in 16 we had 765,000 people voted in this primary we're expecting a big vote tomorrow. 
uh, big showing uh, in favor of partisan voter registration. Send the legislature a message and vote yes. Absolutely. So this would finally close our primaries. I mean, so basically Democrat, if I understand correctly, if they want to vote in our primary, I mean, still theoretically they could register as a Republican and do it, but you're not going to get nearly right. as many people doing that. Right. right. That's right. I mean, the point is, you know, you'll be registered with one party or another. And, and under the terms, the way the bill, I believe, is written currently, you would have to actively change parties at least 45 days before a primary if you wanted to vote in a different party. So tell us to be really specific, um, what ballot question, what's the number of that ballot question and, and what does it say so people know how to vote for right. it? Well, that's question number one. And okay. uh, without having the language in front of me, it basically says, do you believe South Carolinians ought to have a right to register with a political party of their choice when they register to vote? Right. And um, the, the, it's a yes or no. Which do, which do they vote? Correct. We need to vote yes. We need yes on all three questions. You know, the first question is about partisan registration. The second one is about judicial reform. Mm-hmm. We believe we need more transparency and accountability in how we pick and elect and select judges in South Carolina. Vote yes on that. Third question is about tort reform uh, and whether or not, you know, we think or you think that financial damages ought to be limited to your actual share of blame in a lawsuit rather than people coming to South Carolina and suing people with the deepest pockets. That affects businesses, affects jobs, affects insurance rates. You know, we've become kind of a destination state for people who want to sue people with deep pockets. Uh, We think that ought to be changed. Okay, so your recommendation, vote yes on all three ballot questions. Absolutely. And I know the 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 one that that people really, especially me, have the most frustration with is the first one, this idea that. Um, you know, in South Carolina, we have, you know, we elect a lot of real liberal Republicans because the Democrats uh, weigh in on the ballot and uh, we need to shut them out. This is our nominee, not their nominee. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of Democrats out voting tomorrow because it's still open. But hopefully uh, we can change that tomorrow. It'll be great to see those well, primaries closed. Well, I, you know, and I will make a prediction for you today relative to the primary tomorrow. Okay. I think whenever you see the networks do their exit polling. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, have, have questioned people, self-identified Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, blah, 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 who they voted for. I think there's a very good chance, though, tomorrow that you will see a majority of Democrats who do vote in this primary actually turn out and vote for President Trump. And the reason I say that is because think conservative rural Democrats, uh, like in the PD in South Carolina and places like that, that have been responsible for a lot of the growth in the party in the last six years uh, and or eight years since President Trump came on the scene. Uh, these are you know conservative rural Democrats and independents who've begun to switch to the Republican Party. I think you're going to see a continuation of that tomorrow, but we'll see. Huh. Okay. So you think rural Democrats will vote for Trump? What about big city Democrats? Well, you know, I, basically that limits you to uh, you know say Richland County, Columbia. That's where I live. That's the big you know beating heart of the Democrat Party in South Carolina, that yeah. Orangeburg County primarily. Uh, you know, look, we haven't seen a lot of excitement and enthusiasm to vote among Democrats. Remember, Joe Biden and Jim Clyburn gave them the first in the nation primary, and they only had 132,000 people turn out, 20 percent of what they had four years ago. We early voted by Tuesday at 7 p.m., 139,000 people. That was by Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, 5,000 or 7,000 more than they had in their entire primary over a two-week period. So there's no enthusiasm and excitement on the Democrat side of the aisle that I can see. 
Uh, I don't expect them uh, being enthusiastic to jump out and vote in our primary, uh, definitely not to the point where it would make a difference, in my opinion. And you've seen the polls, and the polls have been fairly accurate so far. From Iowa to New Hampshire, and we've seen what we see here in the polls, with President Trump having about a 25 to a 30-point lead, depending on which poll it is. Uh, I think we're going to see the polls be fairly accurate again, quite frankly. I hope you're right about that, um, Drew McKissick. And again, you are, for those just tuning in, the uh, chairman of uh, the GOP for the state of South Carolina. Any other predictions um, about the primary, which is tomorrow? Well, I think turnout is going to be big. Uh, and that's another reason to actually, again, get in there and put on those questions to help send the legislature a message. Uh, because we work to try to lobby on these issues. We want to have an impact. But again, we had three quarters of a million people back eight years ago. Uh, I think it's possible we could top that. That'll be fascinating. Be fascinating to see how it turns out, too. Where's a good place people can go if uh, they want to know, wait, where do I go tomorrow? What do I do tomorrow? What are the hours? Yep. Yep. Go to scvotes.gov, scvotes.gov, and you can find your precinct polling locations for your county because some locations have been combined. So it may not be where you usually vote. It's probably you know, probably a 75% chance that it is, but maybe a 25% chance that it's been combined with another precinct. So go to scvotes.gov, look up your county uh, and your precinct on your voter registration card, and it'll tell you the location that you need to go to. Awesome. All right. So, Drew McKissick, any other thoughts on the primary tomorrow before I let you go? Looking forward to it. I mean, this is our chance to be in the spotlight. South Carolina is the graveyard of presidential campaigns and a booster rocket to at least one. We're looking forward to being the same thing again tomorrow. All right. We'll see how it goes. Um, people I know just on the text line to, with me today who went to early vote um, have all said the same thing. They were surprised by how many people there were there early voting. So, the um, yeah, the, by the turnout. So it's going to be uh, going to be interesting to see how this goes. That's right. All Absolutely. Right. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. 98.9 WORD. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
Okay, that was Drew McGissick. A lot of folks asking, wait, go where to find what? Okay, tomorrow the voting starts at 7 a.m. It goes from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So like a regular voting day, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday. And the website, a lot of folks asking about that. It's SC Votes, as in South Carolina Votes, scvotes.gov. That's where you go to find out where you vote. And as he said, some of the polling places are going to be combined. So um, it may be your regular polling place, but it may also not be your regular polling place. Check it out, scvotes.gov. That's scvotes.gov. I just put in scvotes. I didn't put the .gov and it came right up. So, um, and then you want to click around in there to see by your address, like, hey, where do you go vote? It may be different from where you usually vote. So uh, be really careful with that. Okay. Uh, promise to do this. You guys have been bugging me to do this for a very long time, and I was hesitant to do it, but I, but but the just demand has been huge, especially with the news the last week, really last few days. I mean, we're watching what they're now saying was a software update, I guess, crashed out, um, a lot of phone service for folks. Uh, and then we, you know, yesterday, the cyber attack on pharmacy providers, weird, people having trouble getting their um, prescriptions. And to me, and, and I cover this heavily on the Battleground America podcast, when, when you have the head of the FBI come out, almost as if he's got it set uh, on his reminder on his phone, um, oh, hey, tell him that the whole system's going down from a hack about once a quarter. And they do. Since Joe Biden has taken office, either the FBI, the FBI director, or the head of the Department of Homeland Security has come out Every quarter, and I always put it out on Battleground America and said, oh, by the way, yeah, we're going to have a catastrophic hack. The whole thing's going down. And then the media will run with it and they'll just repeat it ad nauseum over and over and over. But the one thing that these warnings always have in common, number one, they're treated as fact, which is weird. Number two, nothing is ever proposed to stop it. It's just, hey, this is going to happen. It's all going down. And that's that. Well, the head of the, you know, the FBI director, Christopher Ray came out and did it again two weeks ago, talking about a catastrophic hack um, that will affect everything. Once again, true to form, uh, nobody said anything about, okay, so well, should we, you know, try to stop this or? FBI Director Christopher Ray says Chinese hackers are targeting the U.S. with potentially damaging cyber attacks. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities so it's coming. Notice he doesn't say anything about, hey, we, you know, maybe we should harden the grid. Psh, nah. They never do. Uh, this has been going on for years. So this is coming not from a conspiracy website, but from the FBI director. So a lot of you have asked me, like, what do I do? So I, I did a podcast on this this week. Last week, I was shocked at how many downloaded it. Um, it was one of my most popular podcasts in a long time. So a lot of you must have shared it uh, because I've given a lot of thought to this and planning myself. And one of the things that helped me the most was this story. It was the survival of the Bosnian War, 1992 to 1995. It was hell, he writes. And this is just not, I'm not saying we're going to go to war, but I'm saying, hey, look, we, I mean, 
even during COVID, you saw the toilet paper. You saw what happened to the supply chain. It got dicey there for a while. It was scary enough that one of the first instances of censorship that we saw online was the censorship of posts about, hey, I'm at the store. There's nothing on these shelves. So that's just a small cold calling that, causing that. One, you know, a little more deadly than the flu, but not much in the final calculation. What if we had the big one or a cyber attack? Again, not my idea. You just heard it from the from the FBI director. What do you need? Well, he tells his story and it's not what you would think. For one year, he writes, I lived and survived in a city of 6,000 people without one year. Water, electricity, gasoline, medical help, civil defense, distribution service, or any kind of traditional service or centralized realm. This article is about how he did it. The things that were precious to him that he wished he'd had more of and the things that weren't. And a lot of it's not what you would think. He said, our city was blockaded by the army. And for one year, the city turned into total crap. He said, we had no army. We had no police. Okay. What was the first thing that happened? He said, well, most people only had food for a few days. By the end of the first month, he said, um, roving gangs broke out and they just went door to door trying to take people's stuff. So the idea, hey, I'm going to have my generator outside when it all goes down and I'll just stay warm in my house. I laugh at those commercials now. No, you're not. They're going to steal that generator by day three. That's not happening. He said, when it all started, some of us were better prepared, but most of the neighbors' families had enough food for just a few days. Some had pistols. A few had AK-47s or shotguns. Uh, he says, after a month, the gang started operating, destroying everything. Hospitals, for example, were quickly turned into slaughterhouses. Why? They were raiding for the antibiotics. There was no police, he said. I got lucky. My family at the time was fairly large. Fifteen people in a large house, six pistols, three AKs. He said, most of us survived. He says, if you live alone, good luck. He said, you need a big enough unit to defend your territory. And he says, the reason his street survived is they banded together to patrol. Things went so south, he said, that he didn't pretty much dare to leave his street. It was too deadly. Just to even go over a few more streets, there was a big trading area there. He said it is life or death to do it because of the rooftop snipers. Wait, rooftop snipers? Yeah, people went up on their roofs with guns and they were shooting people who came through in an attempt to take them out and take their guns. Rule number one, this is not what you would think. You would think, what do I want for this kind of scenario? I want my AR, right? No. No, you do not. You do not want a big gun. Keep those in your house. Yes, you want it for that. You never take it out. They will rob you of your AR. They will shoot you from the rooftop. Fascinating. I never thought of that. He said, you want a small concealable gun. Pistols are what we live by. You don't want anyone to know you have it or they will try to take it off of you. This is nuts, this article. He says, now, the Americans dropped MREs every 10 days to help blockaded cities, he said, but it was never enough. Some people had gardens, um, but he said within three months, men were dying of hunger and cold. And this is just a good model for what would happen if what Christopher Ray says goes down. Again, Christopher Ray's our FBI director. He's saying, look, they're going to hit the water treatment plants. They're going to hit the food delivery systems. He's saying it is a fact. I'm listening. I believe him. What does he know? Uh, he said it took about three months uh, before we first heard of men dying of hunger and cold. He said we removed all the doors, the window frames from the abandoned houses. We ripped up the floors and burned the furniture for heat. Why? Because he said, uh, it, you know, the, the woods around your neighborhood, that's gone. Within a few weeks, people chop it down. What do you need? An axe. Because you're going to be needing to chop down. So what we're doing is making a list of basic stuff to get. 
And I was just fascinated by this because it's not what I would think. Just the most basic stuff to keep on hand, okay? And I'm not even talking about an end of the world scenario. Well, again, we've already seen the shelves go bare during COVID. We're watching it right now, a little bit of a struggle. If you want to get, um, you know, some people want to get prescription meds. So what do you do? What is the number one thing people died of? Like thinking this, you'd think violence. Nope. No. Waterborne diseases. Waterborne diseases. He says, we mostly drank rainwater, ate pigeons, and even rats. Now that sounds like fun. Okay. So what is the number one thing you need? This is super simple and very affordable. You need water. What's the first thing you need? This is what's in, this is in your water planning, okay? Number one. Uh, average person going to get by at about half a gallon a day of water, right? And, and again, you just heard the FBI director say the water processing plants will get hit by this malware. And he says that's what happened. The processing plants went down and the water got unbelievable. like sludge, he said, in the creeks, in the, in the rivers. So this whole idea, I'm going to go out to the creek and get me some, some water. No, you're not. Most of the water that runs through the creeks does not come from the rain. It comes from the treatment centers, the water processing centers. They are, that water is released. People don't know that. You're not going to be able to drink it. Even if you're thinking, I'll just boil it. No, you won't. Uh, it won't work. And that's what he says in here, which is really interesting. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep buckets. You know the kind of paint buckets? They're real cheap at Home Depot, and they stack on top of each other. The big ones. Yeah, I've got a bunch of those in my garage, and they're stacked. You could stack them straight up. Those are your rain buckets. Um, so he says, keep the rain buckets. Number two, what do you need? You need at least enough water in gallons in your house for each person in your house to have half a gallon a day, you're going to want to get about two weeks full of those. Bare minimum. Why? Why two weeks? Have you seen the weather? A good hard driving rain, uh, you'll get lucky if you get it in a week. You're going to need to survive off no water for two weeks. So keep that in your house. I have it in mine. Um, just enough water. So do you write that down? Just enough water for that. What are you going to do next for water? Well, he says here... You're going to want to gather your family members. If you're alone or there's just two of you, it's going to be hard for you to defend your house. They will come for whatever's in your house. You need more family members than that. Or if you need to leave the area for some reason, what do you need? Um, and there's a whole bunch of these you'll find online. They're actually really cool. They're called Life Straws, but they're portable drink filters, okay? They're they're handheld, about a, about a foot, about 12 inches. And you as you go, if you were to find bodies of waters like lakes, that kind of thing, you're not going to want to drink out of a stream, uh, but bigger bodies of water, lakes, rainwater, stuff like that, you can travel with a life straw and drink the water. They've been, um, they've saved millions of lives in the third world. So just keep those on hand. They're relatively cheap. Uh, Amazon, again, after a few weeks, it's going to get to where you can't even drink that water, but in the beginning, you can have it. That will let you travel without having to carry a ton of pounds of water. So that's, this is your water kit. You need the Life Straws. Just look up Life Straws. Actually, life, the, the actual branded Life Straws are not the most highly rated, but the knockoffs, a lot of them are even better uh, than the Life Straws. Um, so you want to get that and you want to have them. That's going to let you move, but still have the, the you know, the, the water that you need. Um, it's also going to, you know, ha let you have another option. Number three, you need water for purification tabs. They're real cheap on Amazon. Again, check out the readings and the reviews. You can be your own water purification unit. Why do you want that? Well, everybody's like, oh, I'll just boil water. What? You're going to turn on the oven? Is that your plan? Are you going to go outside and cook? No, you're not. You're not leaving your house. You're going to have to defend the walls side by side by side of your house. And that's what he's talking about. So what do you need? You may not be able to leave. You're going to want to purify that water on your roof. You're going to be able to collect that water on your roof with the rain, with, with rain stuff, you know, with, with rain buckets. You want to be able to pull it in and have those tabs. 
You want to be able to drink it through the straws. And again, if you have to move, you can't take all that water with you in your car. Um, you're going to take the straws. Simple. You can get all of that for less than $100. Make a game out of it. Have fun with it. Pick up water every week when you go shopping. So three things. Filters, portable filter, life straw, that kind of thing. Water purification tabs. Rain buckets. And you need more than one. And two weeks worth of water. Enough for everyone in your house. You need a half gallon for each person. Just store it. By the way, if you look it up online, that water that comes in those gallons, um, that'll last you a lifetime. It, it, it literally stores for life. Um, if you store it yourself, it could go bad. Uh, so I'd recommend distilled from the store. Uh, just get it cheaply. Store it. And, and the reason you want at least two weeks is because you don't know how long it's going to be before you get a good hard driving rain to get you started. And that is just phase one. Wait till you hear what happened in Bosnia next. This story is nuts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So many, okay, so many of you have requested for me to do something like this. This is just basic prep, okay? You're not going to thrive here. This is just to survive. And we're not doing this because we're paranoid. We're doing this because the head of the FBI is telling us it's coming. They're going to go after the water treatment systems. They're going to take them out. They're going to go after logistics systems. They're going to go after food delivery. Again, two weeks ago. And we're just watching just one small cyber attack right now um, on antibiotics, on prescriptions on things like that so we're talking about this article um if you want to get all of this in one place you could listen later um my podcast one year in hell how to survive anything last week uh, you can get it battleground america um you just text keyword battleground and, and go get that podcast it's all right there for you including the links to these articles but this is a guy who survived bosnia he survived a year no electricity no food no water six thousand people uh, no gasoline, no medical help, no civil defense, no police officers, nothing. You got to have guns. You got to have guns. Um, and he says you want, you, you want the, the big ones for the house, but if you're going to go walking around, you do not want a big gun. You don't want anyone to know you have a gun. You want a small gun because they will take it from you. They will shoot you from the rooftop. Okay, so we're picking it up. We started last, uh, you know, with what you need to have for water. It's four parts for water, four things you need to have. Um, you can rewind if you want on the on this show um, or, or just get the podcast. Okay, here's what he wrote. Money soon became worthless. We returned to exchanges. For a tin can of a Tushonka, think Soviet spam, basically, you know, canned ham, you could have a woman. One can? Yeah, for a woman. It's hard to speak of it, he writes, but it was true. Most women who sold themselves were desperate mothers. So what does that tell us? Um, uh, you know, if you go look at My Patriot Supply and all that, that's all awesome to have. You should, should get that if you can, but it's also expensive. So what are you going to do? Start picking up cans of meat. One or two a week. That's it. That's all I do. But I look at the expiration dates. 
I get two things. I get one's my kids will eat stuff they like that they're eating already so that as we get closer to the expiration, I just feed it to them and I pick up a new one. Um, but you can get cans. I go for 2027 and 2028. And I store it. Um, and it's just a real cheap way if you can't afford the My Patriot supply stuff, if you can't get it. But if you can't, this is a good way um, too. And especially I'll go, you know, I just love to see a sale. You know, I'm nuts for a sale. Uh, you get those cans halfway off, get yourself chicken, get yourself meat, get yourself things like that. A lot of people are saying beans, lentils, and so that stuff is great, but water is going to be precious and you got to boil that stuff for a while. You see what I'm saying? If you get a can of beans, you could just heat it up without water, but I'm saying just plain beans got to cook in water. You're not going to want to burn off that much water. That was a surprising thing in here too, uh, because you're mostly going to be going on what you can collect in rain bar barrels. The most precious things, he said, arms, guns, number one, number two, ammo, number three, candles. That makes sense. Number four, lighters. He said, get lighters for your own use. They're cheap. Keep them in your house. You're going to be desperate for them. He said, get other lighters to trade. You need things to trade. What was next? Most precious thing, antibiotics, batteries, and food. We fought for these things like animals, he said. In these situations, it all changes. Men become monsters. It was disgusting. Strength was in numbers. A man living alone, getting killed and robbed, would be just a matter of time, even if he was armed. Um, and he says families needed to stick together. There had to be at least five of you or you weren't going to make it four or five, something like that. Uh, if you don't have that band together with your neighbors. He says, it doesn't matter what will happen in earthquake war, tsunami, aliens, terrorist, economic collapse, uprising, in this case, cyber attack. The important part is that something like this will happen. Okay, listen to what this was like. The city, he says, was divided into communities along streets. And again, if you're tuning in, this is a guy who survived uh, Bosnia, the Bosnian war. And he's talking about how they were surrounded. Everything was cut off. No electricity, no food. The water went bad quickly because the water treatment plants were shut down. And again, as I explained earlier, the, the, a lot of people think the water that runs through creeks and streams comes from the rain. Some does, but most of it comes from the treatment plant. It very quickly turned into basically sludge. Rain didn't do much to break it up. That's why you got to have another way to get water. You got to have the buckets and lots of them. He said the city was divided into communities along streets. Our street, 15 to 20 homes, had patrols, five armed men every week to watch for gangs and our enemies. All the exchanges occurred in the streets. About five kilometers away was an entire street for trading, all well organized, but going there was too dangerous because of the snipers. Um, and again, these aren't snipers like soldier snipers. These are regular people on roofs shooting anyone who goes by and then going down to see if they have anything worth stealing from them. He said, you could get robbed by bandits. I only went there twice when I need something really, re needed something really rare, he said, like medicine, mainly antibiotics. He said, no one used automobiles in the city. The streets were blocked by wreckage by abandoned cars. There were many gangs, 10 to 15 men strong, some as large as 50. But there were also many normal men like me and you, grandfathers and fathers who killed and robbed. There were no good, no bad men. Most were in the middle and ready for the worst. It was just people doing whatever it took to survive. So that's a more extreme situation. I'm trying to kind of prepare you for like two weeks of this because think how crazy you'd get after three days. Um, he says, for example, I had a container of cooking gas, but I did not use it for heat. It would be too expensive. I attached a nozzle to it uh, that I made myself and used it to fill lighters. Lighters were precious. If a man brought an empty lighter, I would fill it and he would give me a tin of, a can, a tin of food or a candle. So... Um, they've got some great deals on lighters. You get 40, 50 of them. 
They're great for trading. Um, you're also going to want them uh, if something were to go wrong. Again, not me, as the FBI director is telling you, is coming. So number one thing people died of, not violence, water. What is what is something really valuable, he says, that you wish that you had? And he had this because he was an EMT. Antibiotics. Antibiotics, extremely, extremely valuable. Um, and I was telling people, Google antibiotic survival kit. And there's a list of three antibiotics you need. You can print it out. And it says this is what each one treats. A lot of us, every time you go to the doctor, the doctor will say, here, have a prescription. Keep it if you're not using it. Um, you can also go on websites like All Day Chemist, and you can order those very antibiotics. They'll ship them to you without a um, prescription. So antibiotic survival kit, you're going to want three. Different antibiotics should cover most of everything. Uh, he said, um, if, he said, if you plan to live by theft, all you need is weapons and ammo, lots of ammo. Uh, and you do, you want a lot of pistols, you want a lot of ammo. If not, more food, hygiene items, batteries, accumulators, little trading items like knives, lighters, flints, and soap were very valuable. He said also alcohol of a type that keeps well, the cheapest whiskey, whiskey is a good trading item. Many people, he, sa he said, died from insufficient hygiene. Uh, he says you'll need things in great amounts like garbage bags, lots of them, toilet paper, non-reusable dishes and cups. You'll need lots of those. As for me, he said, a supply of hygiene items is perhaps more important than food. You could shoot a pigeon. You can find a plant to eat, but you can't shoot any disinfectant. He said disinfectant, detergents, bleach, soap, gloves, and masks. Learn to use antibiotics, he said. It's good to have a stockpile of them. Um, and that is why he said that the hospitals became slaughterhouses. So everybody went in there looking for the antibiotics. And so that's a thing very cheaply you can find online and buy and that they will ship to you. By the way, don't, I had some people earlier saying like antibiotic, I'm going to, they, they, they sell antibiotic survival kits for like $240. No, I don't do, that's way too expensive. You can get it much cheaper than that. Uh, he says you must own small, unnoticeable items. A generator is good, but a thousand Bic lighters are much better. A generator will attack, attract attention if there's trouble, but a thousand Bic lighters are compact, cheap, and can always be traded or hidden. And again, he said, we usually collected rain water in four large barrels, and then um, he said we boiled it or they purif you could purify it with tabs. And the containers for that. And he says, finally, yes, I personally, listen to this, traded all the gold in the house. For ammunition. Wow. Can you imagine? Meant to hit this really quickly. Catherine Herridge. Um, one of the fewer, really only reporters left to just buy the book. Only the facts, ma'am. Um, can't really even tell what her politics is. When she went from Fox News to CBS, I thought, oh, wow, is she going to survive that? Or is she going to come out as a liberal? Or like how? Because they, they're just not big on truth over there. Um, well, last week, so she, uh, last week, CBS News initiated a series of layoffs. A lot of people got laid off. She got laid off. Um, and what, what got people's ire up was that she was uh, doing research for a story about Hunter Biden's laptop. 
Um, she also reported some information very damaging to the Biden family that she exclusively broke. Yeah. So not only was she fired along with others, true, um, but now the word is out that CBS has seized Heritage's confidential files. As a former reporter, I could tell you, your lifeblood is that you protect people's identities. You protect your sources' identities. They're very afraid um, of being exposed. If your sources are afraid, you're never going to know anything. And that goes for any reporter. CBS seized her files. What? CBS seized her files and kept them, including files left over from her time at Fox News. Let that sink in. So this is what happens if you criticize Joe Biden or you report in a way that is dangerous to the Democrat Party. They, they will get you one way or another. So they're saying going forward, this is really going to hurt, you know, reporting because people are going to be afraid uh, that files will be seized. You know, even if you talk to her when she's at Fox News, it doesn't matter. If she goes somewhere else, they're going to get it. They're going to get the files. Um, CBS, Michael Schellenberger wrote, CBS News has seized the files of investigative journalist Catherine Herridge. This is a gross violation of journalistic ethics. If you are a whistleblower, you cannot trust corporate news media with your secrets. A lot of people pointing out in the last week, this is Tom Elliott, the FBI arrested their informant for narking on the Bidens, planted a story about the same informant, and now Catherine Herridge, amidst a probe into the Bidens, is sacked and her files seized starting to feel like a 2020 redux. Yeah. So um, just over at the Hill, Jonathan Turley, who had the story first, noted the timing of Herridge's dismissal is suspect since she was working on stories uh, looking into Hunter Biden and the Biden White House, uh, which had her going multiple rounds with CBS News President Ingrid Cyprian Matthews because you don't criticize them. They are beyond uh, touch, beyond reproach. He writes, the timing of Heritage's termination immediately raised suspicions in Washington. She was pursuing stories that were unwelcomed by the Biden White House and many Democrat powerhouses, including the Her report on Joe Biden's diminished mental capacity, the Biden corruption scandal and the Hunter Biden laptop. She continued to pursue these stories despite reports of pushback from CBS executives. Given the other layoffs and declining revenues, the inclusion of Heritage was defended by the network as a painful but necessary measure. But then something strange happened. The network grabbed Herridge's notes and files and informed her that it would decide what, uh, if anything, would be turned over to her. The files likely contained confidential material from both her stints at Fox and CBS. Those records, it suggests, are presumably the pop property of CBS News. The Fox News wouldn't ones wouldn't be. For those of us that have worked in the media for decades, this action is nothing short of shocking. It is. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.